Welcome to Key's Cup. I am your host, Marquita, or just call me Key. In today's podcast, we're searching out the matters of our life, the keys to a better future. Is your cup filled with herbs and life or poison and death? So let's talk about it. Before we begin this podcast, let's go ahead and welcome our podcast in with a prayer to everybody. Women, girls, heads covered. Men and boys, heads uncovered. Our Father, holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us all from evil and wickedness, for you are our power, for you are our power, our glory forever. Most High Father, I come to you today to spread the good news, to be an encouragement to those that need it, praying to inspire for those who think outside of the box for them to see what they need to see for them to understand what they need to understand and for them to operate in the mind of Christ and be set apart as you have told us to be allow us most high to have that open mind and understanding again thank you for your mercy and grace And thank you for your love and patience on each and every one of our spirits as we endure and walk today through your son, Christ, Yeshia, Amen. Well, 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 back at it again. This is your sister, Sister Key. How is everybody doing? I am doing fantastic. I come to you guys with the humble spirits and just inspired. So I'm hoping that I can inspire you today. Um, And I just want you guys to just be encouraged to be the best you that you guys can be with the understanding that is needed to see what you need to see and be aware of the unseen things. So today's podcast is on a particular phrase that you might have heard throughout your generation as far as like your elderly grandmas, big mama, big daddy, great uncles, great aunties. You may even heard in the old fashioned movies, um, particularly I want to say like slave movies or back in those time frames in the 1960s and 50s. The phrase was, If it's not broken, why fix it? I'm going to say it again. If it's not broken, why fix it? Now, some people may say, "Um, yeah, what about that phrase? Listen to it. If it's not broken, why fix it? And I bring that up because of what's going on around us and what we are experiencing day to day, Um, especially for what they will call the minorities 
or the people of color from the Hispanics to the blacks to the Indians to those who are the strangers in some sense um, those who are segregated in some sense I'm speaking to you guys I'm speaking to my people and I'm not dis- you know, uh, discrediting or bringing up any race or trying to try and uh, have a race worry any sorts but it's more so of let's just be honest um, when it comes to other nations we know who has the majority who has the upper hand other words who has the power and who controls everything who owns everything to some extent and um, like I said who has the mass majority and that's the other nations and um, is not people of color at this time at this moment so I bring up the phrase again if it's not broken why fix it and I remember watching a movie well everybody knows to watch the movie Roots even the old one to the new one um, everybody sat down and watched that movie but there was a scene in there where Kuta Kente did not want to give up his name he didn't want to give up his heritage he didn't want to give up himself and take on another name another heritage another walk another talk and there was in that particular scene it's like stop fighting it you know this is what it is so then over the years you heard that phrase if it's not broken why fix it man we just gotta keep our head down you know just let them do what they gotta do we're all living just as long as we're still living and still able to move around it's okay it's not broken so why fix it and that is and will always be the issue because the thing about it is that we are broken this world is broken and it needs extreme fixing and fixing fast they say that you're not doing anything if you don't go out and vote or if you're not out there protesting or if you're not you know putting your feet to the plow but the thing about it is that I'm not knocking anyone who's out there being vocal on the matter but make sure that you cover and dot all I's and cross all T's because you got to understand who you really fighting against because for years we've have had how many presidents and which president name anyone has actually fixed the problem 
not brush it underneath the rug or put a nice little beautiful band-aid with butterflies or guys or football helmets on it or which president actually took the time out and stopped the segregation took the time out to actually feed and nourish the people of the land and actually made sure that everybody eats. Which president, which Democratic Party, which Republican Party, which political voting group of people have actually took the time out to help everybody, not just one particular nation, but everybody, a community of people, the multitude of people. You know, right now you see a lot of companies, they're behind the black community. You should have been behind the black community. You should be behind everybody. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. You know, there was statistics where it says that we are... I want to say the number one consumers like we for us to be so poverty stricken that we shop in all of these stores and companies that say, oh, we support the black people like they have to let you know that they support. But then over the years, you hear certain companies that low key discriminated or um, let's say Chick-fil-A. There was rumors or Tommy Hilfiger or then there was the, you know, um, other designer clothing that say that they don't prefer having their clothes put on black bodies and things of that nature. But, you know, they support the black community. That's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. You understand what I'm saying? Like. For us, anyways, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't make any sense to also want to be equal with a, another nation that never wanted to be equal with us. And I say that to say is because if there was true equality, why is there projects and why is there suburbs? Why is there ghettos and why is there, shoot, I don't think there's another name for the other nation's neighborhood, nicer neighborhood, the suburbs. I mean, what's going on there? That is segregation. We're still segregated. Why can't we live together? I mean, there's biracial couples. So why can't there be everybody just living together and harmonizing? What, what, what's, what's wrong with that? What's the matter with that? And why do you even have the vocal that you're behind another group of people? I mean, we're all human, right? Aren't we? I mean, my skin is just a little bit tanner than yours. In other words, you know, it's just a little, little darker. But don't you go in the sun and go get tanned yourself to get a little brown tint to you? What's so different than you, than me? I mean, you have hair on your head. You have two eyes and a nose and a mouth just like me. You have a brain inside that skull just like me. You breathe. You have lungs. You have a heart just like me. You get up out of the bed one leg at a time just like I do. 
We all have teeth. We all have bones. What is the issue? Why are we even having a conversation about race or racism? Why? I believe that it goes deeper than that. It goes beyond the outer appearance of of individuals. It's really time to really start examining and ask questions of why is it hard for minorities of all aspects to be able to survive in the land that's supposed to be the land of the free, home of the brave. Because when it comes to a colored girl, a colored boy, we are not free. We are still in bondage. We are still being restricted. We are still being haunted by our past and not realizing that it's not trying it's not letting up and it's getting worse and worse you know I had um, mentioned before in my previous podcast of when President Obama went into office and during his time in office to me I'm just saying to me, it seemed like there was a lot of police brutality happening against our black men, our kings. Why? We have a king in office. We have a brother in there. Why isn't he why isn't he protecting us now? Why isn't he giving us the power to be able to let that dissipate and let that just go away and for us to actually you wake up and, and and prosper and live comfortable finally. What happened? What happened? Why didn't that happen? What is really going on? And the only conclusion can come to my understanding is what is so particular about us that we are hunted down like animals? What about us that they want to destroy so badly? Why are we not treated as a human being? Why? All these questions come to mind. And then it comes back to the phrase. If it's not broken, why fix it? Why was our ancestors saying that back then in the 50s and 60s? Man, we've been broken. We need some fixing and we need some fixing immediately. This doesn't, it's not adding up. Something is not being told. So I, I, I came to the understanding that this has to be a battle that is unseen. Because there's not going to be no voting, no president, no political party 
that is going to fix and save and finally rescue the minority group. You know, who is going to save us and where that's going to stem from? It stems exactly from the Bible. It stems exactly into the Bible. Now, I want you guys to really understand the power behind that Bible and what it instilled. It's a history book. It's just like any other history book that you have learned throughout your whole school year. It's just that this history book is facts. And things are actually happening in that history book that was foretold long time ago. I'm going to read something to you guys out of the book of Deuteronomy 28, verse 64 through 66. And it reads, And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other, and there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. And among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart and failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind, and thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shall have none assurance of thy life. Every day, as a black sister, an African American, We, as a people, we have that's that fits. When we go outside, there's no telling what's going to happen. There's no telling what's going to happen that day. And I'm not, I'm not saying like, yeah, anything can happen to anybody. It doesn't matter what color you are. No, in particular, it's specifically for us. Because when we get pulled over by the police, we really got to, I'm, I'm talking about pray. Get into the repentance mode immediately. But whatever I did, forgive me. If this is my last, forgive me. Immediately. It shouldn't be like that. Especially when police are supposed to protect, right? Protect and serve. But they're protecting and serving another nation. They're not protecting and serving everybody. But when it comes to us, we have to understand that. That there is something about us. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Or how big your afro is. Or how big your loops is in your ears. Or her, or how wide your hips are. Or how big your butt is. Or how strong. Or how 
let me say um dark you may be your complexion and your outer appearance has nothing to do with what and why other nations despise you is because the most high chosen you as his people above all people and he claimed that in the bible throughout the bible we are a group of people that do not know our heritage we can say that, oh, it's possibly some part of Africa. But what part of Africa? You know how many different I don't know, countries I want to say or states you want to say is part of Africa? What part of Africa? West Africa, South Africa, North Africa, Middle Africa? What part of Africa? And what tribe? Actually, what tribe? Because I don't know. I'll wait. No, you don't know. But see, if you were to go and speak with, let's say, an Asian brother or sister, they know. And even Caucasians, they know what part, what's inside their bloodline, what lineage they come from. But when it comes to us, truthfully, we do not know our lineage. We know what the history book said in history class in fourth grade, that our people came off of a boat and powwow, we are here in America. Hmm. Psalms 83, three and four. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. It's our history book. It fits the bill. In order to fix the problem, you got to find the root cause of the problem. We need some fixing. We need some healing. We need to figure out who and why things are happening and what for. What's the purpose behind it? Of course, anything is going to take time, but it's time for all of us to really dive into and question why is there so much hatred towards our young brothers and young sisters of color? Why are we the mass majority in prison? Why are we high in number in diabetes and high blood pressure? Why is there more liquor stores in our neighborhoods? Why are we even segregated from other parts of the city? Why is there projects? Why is there hoods? And one more thing, why is there poverty in the first place? What's the purpose of classes, of statuses? Why aren't there everybody on the same class and same level? What makes you different than me? Why is the question. So 
I really want you guys to really think about and really sit back and analyze the whys. And most likely it's going to come down to something that you can't even see. See, the Father have created all living things with a spirit. Our body is just a shell, it's just flesh. So when we pass away, we can't bring our shell with us. It's going to go into the ground, but our spirit is going to go somewhere. There's a heaven and there's a hell. This is a spiritual battle. It's not a flesh battle. That is the unseen battle that's going on. And until we understand that it is a spiritual battle, we are going to continue falling into the traps of the devil. We are still going to operate in a way of hatred, envy, strife, contention amongst us. And we're still going to be under bondage. So if you want to fix and be set free and regain your power, my brothers and sisters, it's not through no voting poll. It's through prayer and supplication. And seeking out the Father because he created all things. And he has the very answer that you're looking for. So I leave that today for you to just think about. Be strengthened by. And to understand how powerful you are. He says, I am holy. So thy is holy. You are the salt of the earth, my brothers and sisters. We make everything look and feel and taste good. So why is that an issue? Be encouraged to be the best you. But do you know what that is and what that looks like? Because you represent not only yourself, you represent a nation. And your nation needs you. So wake up. It's time. Well, y'all, hope your cup overflowed with those herbs and nourishment. Shalom.